0: Hello there welcome back to the Medtime Stories podcast. My name is Ashvin Sharma. And I'm Tom Thorne. And today we're talking interviews, specifically MMI's. So our experiences of MMI's and also some tips that we can um, help you with. So before that, once again, just uh, how are you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm all right, mate. Yeah. Uh, once again, I'm recording in my room. Lovely little view. Weather's been, uh, weather's been awful. House Amazing. is flooded again. Yeah, house so is flooded. Yeah. good barometer so... of how awful weather is, isn't it? Is does, the, does the kitchen flood?
0: No, honestly. So woke up this morning <clears throat> went to the like we've got like a utility room next to our kitchen yeah and there was just like a puddle in the whole. like it happens every time it rains every time. Well, not
1: every time it rains but like whenever it's heavy yeah it just um it uh it completely covers the whole utility so you try and go out and like use the fridge use the washing machine just a yeah. nightmare. so i've laid some like sheet from when i do decorating down in the uh d- down out there so it's yeah. like we're soaking it up but it's uh it's, yep. bit, it's, a bit, it's a bit rubbish isn't i it? needed
0: to get to the washing machine yeah and i considered i was like do i take my socks off and just like breathe it and <laughs> like wade i'm acting like it's like some sort of like like river or something yeah. it's
1: not it's just i know but it's it's really annoying like right, when i mean the building has clearly been built as like a bit of a joke on a bit of an afterthought hasn't it so yeah. uh, we're kind of having to having
0: to just deal with it and didn't the guy come around the other week and go "Oh, i fixed it and uh, so it was really weird actually so we had a leak on like thursday or something yeah. i want to say and then um so we were like, okay, we need to contact the estate agents to see if they can get someone to fix it. And then literally the next day, someone knocks on our door and saying, we're here to fix the leak. And we're like, no one called this guy. Like, who is he? <laughs> um, so he comes and he, he's like, oh, is the leak coming from the right hand side? Like, I think I can see where it's coming from. And we're like, nah, mate, it's coming from the left. <laughs> so then, um, it's coming from everywhere. yeah, literally from after about 20 minutes, he says, yeah, I fixed it. And then the next day it just floods again. <laughs> next, next day the house is totally flooded we get an email going
1: have they fixed the flood? And we're like no. No. No they have absolutely not fixed no, it. Yeah. No. I don't think we're ever going to get it fixed. It's a nightmare isn't it? Yeah. yeah but yeah, we had that. But no, it's been nice because we're recording on a Sunday morning. Clocks have just gone back. So a little extra hour of uh, productivity or extra, extra hours of hour. sleep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How long did you sleep for? Uh, 11 hours. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so I went out to some little tiny little Halloween party uh, last night. But you didn't come, did you? No, I didn't. You, you slept from like what, like 10?
0: No, 11 to... I slept from 11 to... Well, no, you were asleep from like 10, weren't you? Because
1: I, I came up and I did a bit of work and then you... Uh, you slept. Yes, yeah, so you were like, "Oh, I'm going out to this place. So I need to do some work beforehand." <laughs> and I was just like, "What, bruh? Like, honestly, <laughs> it was like it was like ten o'clock at night, wasn't it? I was yeah, like, "I need to do a bit of work." Yeah, I like, not done anything the whole so time. So I was just
0: I was just falling asleep like on the sofa, um, <laughs> and I was just like, "I really CBA to do anything." Yeah. So um, went straight to bed, and then apparently knocked on my window as well. We did, we did, because we went from one party and the party kind of shut down. There, we went
1: to another party run by the Gex, which was a, was a strange atmosphere. graduate graduate entry. Yeah, it was a strange atmosphere because they're like the youngest person I met there was twenty seven. Really? So, uh, yeah, they're all they're all quite old. Yeah, too mature. To for you. Yeah, well, I mean they're five years older than me. Like this, would, one of them went. I'm close to being fifty than I am to being born. I thought I thought it's bad me being closer to forty than being born. But uh, yeah, yeah, old people. Yeah honestly they're, they're all there ready for the little horlicks get in bed and uh yeah. just sit in bed you know what horlicks is horlicks is this the, the a ma- mal- malty drink isn't oh, it really yeah like... i
0: thought it was an indian thing
1: no no people do have it over here but it's oh. like an
0: old people thing oh right they drink it a lot in india yeah, i think so yeah oh, horlicks, really? uh, oh no uh, i am not sure well I've, i have heard it before <laughs> so halloween clock's gone back so um yeah, it's gonna I'll... get darker isn't it um yeah. Which is bad in Birmingham. <laughs> That's insight, mate. That's insight. It's going to get darker. That's it's going to get darker year. earlier. Oh. So I'm going to I'm gonna have to like sprint. Yeah. I dressed up
1: in my like little morph morph suit, didn't I? Yeah, you look pretty hench, to be fair. Yeah, I know. It's like a size small. Yeah. one, And it um, and it still looks baggy on me, <laughs> which is a bit tragic. So uh, I've got a lot of bingo wings in it. It's quite funny. Yeah. um, When I went, went along there yesterday, it was good to see people dressed
0: up. Yeah. yeah, You spent you spent quite a bit of time yesterday in your room, didn't you? What do you mean? Was that yesterday? In the morning? Oh, goodness. Yeah, it was yesterday, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It makes it sound really dodgy, but like,
1: <laughs> what happened? Explain so to... So,
0: basically, um, like, you can lock your door from like the inside, and uh, Tom had his keys on the outside of his door.
1: No, they were on the inside. No, they were door. on
0: the outside of, the, of your door. And they, then, they, they 100% weren't. And so, I was just like, do you know, I just need to, for safety reasons, I just need to check if your lock works or not. <laughs> so, I locked your door from the outside, um, no, the keys were on the inside of my door because I lock my door before I go to bed.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because I don't get robbed or whatever. Yeah. Like. Um, and then I I unlocked it in the morning and I just left the keys in the inside of my door. And then you come into my room, start asking me a question, I'm like, what do you want? And you ask me something. Yeah. What you? I can't remember what you're talking about. No, I was just
0: like, I'm going to Asda. Oh,
1: you're going to Asda. He just comes in and then takes the keys out of the inside of the door. And I go, oh, funny. And he actually locked me in my room. I'm like, yeah, good chat, good chat. Let me out. Yeah. So um, then
0: we. I mean, I told I tell my other housemate. I was just like, I've, I've locked him from the outside. Um, just don't lock, don't let him out. So I went to the gym, and then um, <laughs> the other housemate. He went to such lengths to to, to try and like keep this up. I went. I went. I
1: know you're in the house because he's in the room next to me. I went. I know you're in. Just just let me. Just let me out. Just like it's not funny anymore. Just let yeah. me out. I really need a wee. And um. He went. Oh, I'm at the gym. I was like, I'm. I'm calling. I'm calling rubbish on this one. So I. I, I called him. I FaceTimed him. He's like, oh, I can't pick up. I'm in the changing rooms. <laughs> I'm like, so I called him as a phone call because he could pick that up. Yeah. And. He was just like, oh, can't talk,
0: can't talk. I'm like, it's just a load of rubbish. No, no, no. You texted me. You were like, he's actually at the gym, man. He's actually at the gym. Because then I was just like, oh, wait, is he actually? So I messaged him separately. And um, he basically told me. He was like, no, I've got changed into my sports kit. I've turned, <laughs> I've turned everything off so he doesn't know where I am. And so just try and
1: keep this up. Yeah, because I even checked on like, Find My Friends to so see if he's nearby. And he turned it off. <laughs> so I was like, if he's on Find My Friends, and he's at the house, then he's obviously here. So um, how long were you stuck there for? I was stuck in my room for three hours. <laughs> I really needed a wee. It was not nice. Um, so eventually
0: and then, and, then, and, then,
1: and then he lets me out and he goes, oh, I've come back all the way from the gym. So it's yeah. trying to make me feel guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And blame it on me. I'm like, I've not had any involvement in this. I've yeah. been sitting in my room working. So we were like, let's, let's tell room.
0: him that, oh, he's had to come back from the gym um, and just fake that he's angry at me. And so then <laughs> it was quite a funny. load of rubbish. <laughs> just keep so. up, yeah. That's literally, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that made my day to be yeah. fair. Yeah. Did it? It made your day. It, it was, was quite funny. In- it yeah, and boring. then at one point, I was like, I might have to, like, climb out the window or, like, wait in a bottle. And then the other housemate was waiting downstairs to see if there was a stream of water <laughs> coming through, coming coming down. I was it's like, horrible. Did you let me have the room? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that good, was it? No. But yeah, anyway, on to the main focus of today. And we're talking about MMIs because we don't have loads of experience on panels, do we? I mean, all four of mine were MMI. So really? uh, for reference, I applied to Birmingham, Nottingham sheffield and liverpool and all of mine were mmi yeah so i had four interviews
0: yeah i applied to birmingham newcastle southampton and cardiff yep so uh birmingham south birmingham newcastle and cardiff were mmis and then southampton was weird it was like a panel and a group interview that's weird yeah it was weird so you you'd have a group interview whereby they give you a task um <clears throat> and they just le- leave you to do the task together yeah so obviously some people are just going to speak like like loads um, that's really tricky because then it means like you kind of you
1: kind of want to make yourself known in the situation because you want like to be remember yeah, you, you, yeah, you yeah. want people to remember you but you also don't want to be overpowered. so they, it's really hard be, to strike um, that balance you think
0: isn't? they'd be moderating as well but no they're just sitting outside the circle just observing the whole thing really? yeah yeah it was really weird and I was dead going to that interview I was so ill um, oh really? yeah yeah so ill for that interview what man. did you do then? me I, to be honest I didn't really say much to be honest with you. like, I didn't, I didn't say much at all um but i think my my panel was okay did you get an offer i got rejected initially and then they gave me an offer after that so um do you you got all four offers did you yeah 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 so four.
1: i think i think also i played my strengths though i quite like the mmi style of the way it works and i think we've probably spoken about before actually applying to med school i think i really applied to my strengths so i had a very strong uk cat and my gcse's were decent um So I applied to. I didn't even sit the BMAT. I was like, "There's no way I'm sitting the BMAT." Cause no. So, kick out was like seven sixty or something. So I was just like, "I'm not gonna. Jeez. I'm not gonna do BMAT. There's no point. There's like, I'm not gonna. Yeah. i gonna waste my time. Like, people are like, oh, you should apply to Oxford or Cambridge. And I'm like, well, realistically, you get the same degree at the end of it. And I, I, I wasn't that fast. Like, if I was, if I was, I, I practicing some BMAT, BMAT questions when I was on holiday, and was like. This is a load of rubbish. I'm having to relearn GCSE physics. I don't want to have
0: to Actually, do this. I've never asked you that. Did you ever consider applying to, like, any of the BMAT unis? I
1: did. Anything? Yeah, yeah, I did. So I went on holiday Um, after I sat my UK, UK cat, which is now UCAT, and I um, I took some BMAT questions with me. Like I printed some off yeah. just to try when I was on holiday. I was like, I get really bored. Oh, I'll do some days, BMAT. Honestly. But, no, it was like they've changed it now, so you can do BMAT at different times. And I was like, have a look at it. I'll do some questions i'll do like one of the multiple choice papers and if it looks okay i might do it yeah and i was just found that i was having to like relearn gcc physics and i was like i really do not want to have to relearn gcc physics yeah, yeah yeah um and so i just didn't sit it but i know someone who did the opposite and they chanced it doing it all on bmat they didn't sit you yeah, and they did just bmat yeah, i'm like that's, that's mad because only like six or seven unis do um they do bmat don't they whereas about 20 or 28, 30, something like that, do yeah. um UCAT. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And I mean, like you as well, I strategically applied to those with like UCAT who, who um focused a lot on the UCAT score. Yeah. So, I mean, everyone would have applied by now. I think the deadline was like 15th of October or whatever. Yeah.
1: Um. I mean, I had an internal deadline for uni for 15th September. of September. Yeah, same, same, A month same. before. So I had to have everything in by the middle of September. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so you strategically applied to these unis and I applied to most of them with MMI interviews. Um, so this episode is kind of focused on the MMI interviews. I think we'll have another couple on, on panel and hopefully mm. get someone who's had success. People who have got actual experience on a, oh, of, of those, yeah. On a panel, I've got, are... no, I've got no experience. No, no, I mean, I, I, literally that, <laughs> I, I literally had that, but for that interview, they just had my personal statement out in front of me and were just asking me questions on my personal statement. Yeah, I think that's quite a common way of doing it, isn't it? Yeah, but I know the Oxford and Cambridge ones are completely different. Like my friend who goes to Oxford, he was telling me. They're quite abstract often. Very, very the quest- strange. The questions
1: that you get asked are kind of like, they they're very very abstract. It's quite interesting. I I kind of I quite like that because you can really go off on a tangent and show what you're interested in. But it really applies you it really makes you have to apply your thinking and think really outside the box. Yeah. Um which for some people who have kind of grown up doing uh kind of exams, syllabus exams, syllabus um is often a bit more difficult. Yeah, I find that tough. Yeah, to I think, think outside the box. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, what are MMI? So MMI's are multiple mini interviews, yeah. whereby you have um, different stations, essentially. So yeah. usually you have about one or two minutes outside a station to read the instructions. And then there'll be like a buzzer or a bell. And you have another like, I don't know how long do we have, five or six minutes?
1: It's kind of a bit like uh, an OSCE, isn't it? In the way that you
0: you have to, um, you have a bit of time outside and then you have a bit of time inside. So, yeah, it is like an OSCE. And like, I always, the way I explain it to people is like, monsters inc you know where like you st- they stand outside the doors and then oh yeah and, then, and they like
1: they read like the blurb on who they're going to scare exactly
0: yeah and then the the, the <laughs> bell rings and they go in to scare like children but I mean, you're not scaring children like you're just you're, you're imagine going, that <laughs> mmi station
1: go scare a kid whoever scares a kid the most gets into med school
0: so yeah, yeah that's that's the mmi format and uh you have about i don't know how many stations we had eight nine
1: for Birmingham, I thought it was like
0: six. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. So I remember my, I re- my Birmingham was my first one. I think we're the opposite because Birmingham was your last, wasn't it?
0: Yes, Birmingham was my last Birmingham yeah. was my
1: first. And I had my interview on the 1st of December, which I thought was really early. Really? Yeah. And I remember getting up and I came up the night before with my dad and we stayed in like Premier Inn or something and because um, my interview was at nine. And I, I turned up. I just remember how nervous I was. I think, I'll, I'll be completely honest, I think I had a little, like, cry on the on the, the, the way there. Like, I was proper nervous. Oh, really? Yeah, I got a lot more comfortable after that. Once I'd done one, I felt really comfortable. I think Birmingham and Notts were my top two, like, joint top choices at the time. Yeah. And um, so I was, I was so nervous, because you do put a lot of pressure on yourself, do you know what I mean? To, I think I do, especially. I think to, you do that. Uh, to realise that it's um, basically your future career, because, in effect, it's a job interview, isn't it? Because you're going to get a job at the end. It's not just an interview to do something at uni like you're getting interviewed to do a job that you'll do for them for another 40 years or so it's a very draining process actually the whole thing so you've Um, just got to jump through so many hurdles but i remember turning
0: up and then if you turned up early you got an earlier interview slot oh my days this was so (laughs) annoying so i turned up (laughs) and then i think it was like from 12 to 2 and 2 to 4 or something like that um and were like okay guys like we've got the interviews today just line up and so you can register so the way they did the slots at Birmingham was whoever lined up first got the earliest slot yeah, and whoever yeah, yeah. lined up last like got the the latest slot. And so I lined up like one of the last and so I got the two to four oh, slot. No. So I had like two <laughs> or three hours just to kill. Yeah. So I just went on campus and like there was this event. There was like this seek event. Um, oh really? So I got free food here yeah, on campus. Oh, so when cool. I sat there, and did I
1: your like, did your mum when you were having your interview go and sit
0: in the common room and just watch Hollywood? Yeah, family? yeah, no. She she was like, oh, um, I was like, are oh, you not going to be too bored? Um, <laughs> no, I came back from the campus and I was yeah. like, oh, you you not bored? And she was like, no. And I went to the common room and uh, there was Wi Fi there, so I was watching all my Indian TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> I really rate that. She's
1: there. Everyone's just trying to study. She's, She's just, watching, uh, watching it, Indian <laughs> TV. Shows. I rate it. Yeah. I I remember yeah we had um, I think it's I think it's all on the Birmingham website as well isn't it It's like easily accessible so it's not even like we're we're giving off a whole load of information that we can't I remember I had a math station station or uh, uh, like a um, ethics one when you had to like weigh you know that like, the common one there's like one transplant who'd you yeah, give it to yeah, had yeah. one of those uh, I had a kind of like why do you want to do med one yeah. Not based on your personal statement, just like a general why do you want to do med. And then like there was an, at least role play one of um, talking to a med student that yeah. you were visiting uni and you had to like talk to just the, talk the to med them. student and it was it's pretty chill. And the ones where you're talking to med students, you're actually talking to real med students. Yeah, yes. from what I remember.
0: So yeah. how how did you approach
1: revising for MMIs? Um, I I had that book that I think it's ISC medical book, the MMI one, because it's got. I think the thing is with MMIs what you can do is you can um you can do a lot of panel interview questions but you just set yourself like one question yeah and then you rotate and you can run it similarly I think you can prepare similarly for a panel you just need to know your you don't need to know your personal statement it's quite so much detail I feel like you you can just do like one question so like maybe you do a, 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 a like a, a volunteering one where the, maybe the MMI goes so what volunteering experience do you have or you do some maths questions so I even I think I did some old like UK cat questions and stuff like to get my brain thinking about it because commonly it's commonly if you think about it you're entering med school you're going to be working out drugs and like yeah. percentages and stuff like that there's a common ones like a drug dose maybe like it's a dose per kilo but you have an initial dose that as was well. tough actually I so remember stuff that like that question. so maybe you need to give a a baby a dose and then you need to give a, a six year old a dose and the dose per kilo is different and then the initial dose is different and you've got to work out the difference some, something like that Like it's not it's not tricky maths it's just the way in which you think about it you have to apply your brain in a different way yeah, I, I don't i
0: genuinely maths. don't think it's that tricky like i think anyone can do the maths problem it's it's basically yeah. how you how you do it under pressure yeah kind of thing definitely. Um, but I, you know i don't know if you heard this as well like when you were um sort of applied to medicine people were like oh you can't really prepare for these interviews that's oh, a load of rubbish. I think the complete opposite. Especially with MMIs, they are. I find they are so predictable. Um, you can. You'll always it.
1: have one of like, um, again, what's the phrase? I don't want to say applicability to med. What do I want to go? I'm trying to think of a, a phrase to describe it. Like. What, why motivation, do, like, motivation, like motivation. yeah, motivation. Why, why do you want to do medicine? There'll always be
0: one like that. There will always be <laughs> one, one of my like interviews that. that was like a warm-up station. So I was like, oh no, like, <laughs> it's not one of the actual stations. So um, one listing. Yeah, God, I, I
1: remember too. a warm-up station that I had, and the warm-up station I had at Knots was doing. I had to debate about the benefits and drawbacks of Donald Trump being in power whilst building a Lego set. Really? Yeah. That was it Knott's
0: that's mad. I don't actually know how they... And like, I met
1: people who we're at med school with at Birmingham, at my Nottingham interview. Really? Yeah. That's quite... So, true. I don't know if I can say. We, we might have to be bad. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, a few of the people that were then in my M group in, like, first year, like, my seminar group, uh, I met at my Notts interview. And they remembered and I didn't. And they, oh, they kind of realised once I uh, once I met them. But, yeah, that was weird. Um, I feel like you'll always get a motivation to med one. You'll often get a maths one. Yep. You'll normally get at least one role play one. Um, often it's either talking to current med students or it's interacting with an old person who's maybe deaf or like got dementia or something like that. And it's showing empathy, that kind of thing. It's pretty common. Do You know what,
0: man? Like uh, before we just start recording this, I went on the Birmingham website just yeah. to have a look. And they have all this information on the website. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think they said 2022 entry is online. So I need to check if that's the same for all unis um it might be
1: i feel like a lot of them they'll just keep it online because they're only just starting to let us back into med school and stuff aren't they but it makes so, it tougher um, because there's only three stations online
0: three yeah yeah Jeez. yeah. there's only three stations so one I of mean, them's a maths one of them's a role play and said so the other one is just uh, normal i mean it'll be like a motivation yeah motiv- exactly. I'm it, guessing, i think it does I, say motivation I, I,
1: I have no clue but that's just me guessing um so yeah that that is difficult because i think i think we had six maybe seven stations at birmingham which I think it was, yeah, it's probably six, which I thought was quite a low number. I seem to remember when I did my Liverpool interview uh, and maybe even my Sheffield one having like eight, eight, nine, maybe even like 10 But stations. that's
0: the benefit of MMI, isn't it? Like if you have a bad station, they always say that if you have a bad station, you can move on, yeah. forget it um and you might have seven good stations and one bad station yeah it's a good point compared to a panel whereby if you're getting roasted by someone and it throws you off you're still getting you're, that person is still interviewing for the whole yeah. like, 20 minutes yeah, or something. yeah
1: yeah and if they don't like you like i mean it's hard because there, there is a like unconscious bias um and if people don't like you then they're just going to mark you down and on panels they have multiple people to kind of moderate that yeah but it's still if um it's just, it's just like an unconscious bias thing. It's not me going, oh, well, people are judging me and everyone will judge you. Like, I'm not saying everyone will judge you. The, the guys are impartial, but it's still, there's still going to be some level of unconscious bias there. So it's when you have the smaller amount of time you spend with one individual person, that's why it's quite good. Um, yeah. I, I'm trying to think through my interviews. I remember having stuff on like good medical practice and um, I remember for my Sheffield interview, for my second one, so like a week after my Birmingham one, and they asked me, they are like, oh, what are all the four domains of, um, what is it? Good medical practice. Yeah, good the medical practice. Autonomy No, it's like the knowledge skills and oh, that one, those like things. Is, yeah. Oh, no, 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 not like ethical principles, but it's like good medical practice and uh, tomorrow's doctors. And they started asking me about that. and like, asked you about that? At Sheffield. Really? Yeah. yeah geez, and I man. didn't really know it. I didn't really know it. I mean, I was somehow still, still bagged an offer, but I didn't really know that. So I then went away and like revised it for my Knotts interview, which was in January, and it came up. They had a whole station. It's the same thing. I just banged it out. Really? you're off by heart. Yeah. And the one was like, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> like, the station was done so early because I I knew it all. Because I mean, it's a good thing. Like it makes it sound, me me sound a, a bit kind of cocky going oh i got four interviews but i think i definitely got slicker and slicker so by the time i had my last 100%. by the time i had my last interview i already had my first offer
0: same, which is why oh actually Birmingham?
1: Yeah I did. I Which did. makes yeah. you
0: so chill. Yeah.
1: Because you know that as long as you meet your A levels, you're definitely getting into med school then.
0: Definitely. Birmingham I came in with no pressure whatsoever because I in my mind Newcastle was my first choice. Hmm. So um I was thinking, okay, I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, so
1: why. tell me tell me a bit about like where you applied and stuff.
0: So uh, yeah, so I mean I got all four offers as well. So uh Newcastle Southampton in Cardiff and Birmingham. Yeah. Um I don't really know why I applied to Southampton to be completely honest with you. So I mean we get four choices instead of the regular five yeah. that other people do which is why I didn't really apply to any of the Oxford or Did or you put a fifth one down? I put Biomed at Birmingham. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't
1: I didn't put a fifth choice because I was like I'm not going to take it. If I put a fifth choice down and I get it there's no way I'm taking yeah. it because I think I'd get to uni and automatically be like, I wish I was doing med- medicine.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I just thought that, like, you've got four choices out of five. There's yep. no point wasting another one. I was realistic with myself. I said, realistically, like, I don't think I'm going to get into Oxford, Cambridge, and yet yeah, BMAT yeah, uni is yeah. like, I'm probably not uh, smart enough or whatever.
1: It's a lot of effort to apply. as It's what's more draining to apply well, to I Well, you have
0: to do two separate tests, UCAT yeah. and BMAT. So strategically applied to the UCAT universities, um, got the MMI, mainly the MMI interviews, and... Hmm. Um, and the interviews for the MMI, although it's MMI, they are different in the way they work. So some might have a shorter preparation time, like one or two minutes and then yeah. five, six minute station. I remember at Cardiff, they'd ask you one question for the whole five minutes and you have to speak for like five minutes. Yeah,
1: I, I remember seeing something like that. Um, and you almost have
0: to prepare when you're outside the room being like, what bullet points can I make it last for five yeah, minutes? Yeah, honestly, because <laughs> I would I would finish my answer yeah. and then they would be like, okay, is there anything else? And I'm just like, oh, my day's like... And you start making a really straggly answer. And then the thing is, you always get out
1: and remember exactly what you wanted to talk about, like another point that you
0: wanted to mention. But you talk about something, like, for five minutes. It's a long time, man. Um, whereas I think at Birmingham, they ask you a lot, a lot of follow-up questions.
1: Yeah, most of the places, they do have a follow-up question. It's Kind of, you'll answer, and you if, you... if you finish your answer before five minutes, it's not necessarily a bad thing, because you no. might have covered everything, but they often do have follow-up questions that they've got to ask you. Yeah. Um, but sometimes at newcastle,
0: at newcastle i am um, my role playstation mm. i finished it within um literally like half the time yeah so i was just sat there the uh <laughs> the actors are just uh sitting in front of me and you can't talk to them about anything else mm. so you just sit there in silence yeah <laughs> just...
1: i i had that so i remember my birmingham one was my first one so like i said i was quite nervous my knots one i i think went okay but i didn't know that uh good medical practice i then went to my like sheffield uh no sorry my sheffield one i didn't know like that good medical practice that inside out like i knew a bit about it but i didn't know enough i didn't think so i had my knots one and that that was more chilled but then when i got to my liverpool one I, I had loads of stations and i already had my birmingham offer by that point and this was like the beginning of february so it's quite it's over like a three-month period and um or two-month period and um i um I went in and I did the maths question. I, I finished the maths. Yeah. And the guy sitting there was I was like, oh, you're a med student? He was like, yep. And he. And then I went, oh, like, how do you find med school? And he was like, you're not obligated to talk to me. Really? Yeah. Like, full on, like, it's just awkward. You're just sitting there in silence. Yeah. And he was like, he said something like, oh, talking to me doesn't gain extra marks. Or something like that. No, I was seriously, just, like I was, yeah. just like, like, I was like, fine. I'm just going to sit here and trying to be silence. friendly, man. I was like, I'm there in my suit. I'm all dressed up. Like, I, am, I it wasn't me even trying to, like, go oh, i want to get marked higher yeah. because the math station is if object, if anything is objective but yeah. out of not objective they're all objective but it's it's the most objective yeah. so Do you, know you I, get an answer or you don't and this this guy i was just trying to have a chat with him because i finished the math thing like half the time and i'm sitting there and it's in Liverpool it's in a crypt so you know under a church you yeah. know where they'd like bury dead bodies or whatever you know it's underneath this massive church in Liverpool in like in a basement in a crypt and it's freezing cold and you're all there and it's like it's like a a big it almost looks like a dungeon. So have you been to London Dungeons? No. No, but it's like a it's like a big thing like that. And you're just sitting there and there's like all these panels in. I was just trying to have a chat right. with the man. Yeah.
0: yeah. I had something the opposite actually. So when I went to my Southampton interview, yeah, I was so ill. So I just really couldn't be bothered with anything. <laughs> and what they did was before the interview, they'd have a lot of medical med students sitting at tables. I think yeah. just to like make you feel a bit more relaxed. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, a few of your peers. And so I was just sitting there. and I just wasn't speaking to anyone because I was so like I was so out of it um and then my dad like he he, he texts me while well, whilst i'm sitting there he's just like talk to people talk to people you need to seem like you're interested you need to like, i'm like dad, that's not the interview <laughs> is he <laughs> just, watching you yeah he was like there's a whole section for parents like yeah. literally um so he was just standing behind um because this was like the waiting room i mean he texted you he was like <laughs> he was, mate, seem interested like you need to seem like you're interested <laughs> oh, really <laughs> like, that this isn't the interview like they're just trying to re- like calm a few people like it's fine i don't yeah. really care um <laughs> but no like in terms of prep like prepping for it yeah i had a book which was like 500 interview questions or something like uh interview i don't know what it was called yeah Um,
1: i'm trying to look on my i've got my little bookshelf next to me i'm trying to see if i've got mine there
0: yeah so i mean i'll put the link in the um show in in the description yeah but um so what i did really really keen i i prepared an answer to like nearly every single question yeah so did i um and the main thing was speaking it out loud it's very different to like type an answer and then know what you're going to say yeah um i think though
1: it can become across really over prepared like if you start saying your answer like your spiel and someone interrupts you it really throws you off if you over prepared so what i what i did for like why do you want to do med i had like three or four or five key points that i wanted yeah. to discuss yeah. and i would know those points but i could i would then be able to improvise like on and i'd have an example for each so it was like i really enjoy the scientific application of medicine i saw this when i was at a local children's hospital and i saw how the doctor was tailoring medications in order to patients problems and then i i spoke about loads of other things i spoke about patient care and how i thought dignity was really important and lots of lots of other things but i had i have an example for each but i didn't go
0: I didn't learn word for word. Right, I didn't learn it for word for word, yeah. but I had like example. But it did it did throw me off at one point yeah. whereby um they asked a question. I think it was in Newcastle. Like, what's the biggest mistake you made? And uh, like, I had a really stupid example. I was just like, there was a time at a nightclub where like my friend didn't get in, um, and then uh, but I got in, and then um, he was just outside, and um, I didn't I didn't come outside. I just continued like going into the nightclub. Then he got mugged or something. Um, so I told, I told that story he told
1: a story about how you, you weren't there for your mate and you got mugged
0: yeah and so then he looked at me and was just like can you give me an example where it affected the team or something and I was just like oh I haven't prepared for this um, so I was just like oh D of E, D of E, D of quite a standard, standard. one um, I, the example I gave I got that
1: one what's the have you ever had a time that you felt really down have you ever felt a time like giving up example I gave I went fishing and I got drenched within five minutes of going fishing. And I just gave up and went home. <laughs> and I spoke about that. And I went, well, I didn't prepare well enough uh, kind of thing. I, I really gave up, even though I was there with my friends. Like, yeah. It was just like, it made me feel really down and really drained. But I think I've learned from it. And a lot of what they're looking for in, in a med interview is that 18 year olds we're often not the most reflective of human beings because you're no. 18 and you're young and it's difficult to kind of look back at your past experiences and really reflect on them but it's important skills have particularly at med school you have to do a lot of reflecting most years and they're looking for people who are able to reflect on their experiences and grow from that because even in terms of like doing exams and stuff like a lot of med school is doing that like learning from what you've done and being able to reflect on that do you not know think
0: yeah and um 100 percent, yeah it's, it's more about reflection and um i don't actually think what they want you to say is is that you know exceptional or that that complicated no um
1: they're but... not looking for that one person who's got an exceptional answer no they're looking for the three four hundred people particularly at birmingham who have not even the skills right then they have the potential to become those doctors of tomorrow, yeah. and that sounds like a really cringe phrase, but it's true. They're not looking for the finished article. Is it at true? All.
0: Like, I don't really know. Like, I, I don't really know a good, good way, a better way of doing it, other than these interviews. But like these questions, man. Like, you know, they say, like, oh, um, it's bad if you sound too rehearsed. Like, I kind of disagree. To be honest with you, like, I really disagree. That um, like, obviously, you don't want to sound robotic, but if you if you sound rehearsed and um, you have an answer prepared for a question and you say it in a natural manner, I do not think there's anything wrong with that. So I had um, this year, fourth year last year, you get to um, be part of the interview process. So you have the um, medical applicants. And obviously last year it was over Zoom because of the whole COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, And you could tell that people were like rehearsing their answers. They'd rehearse their answers. But I just think it's good preparation, man, because they they don't mark you. The mark scheme isn't on, oh, did they sound robotic? Did they sound that? It's on the points that they hit. Um, Like what was the situation? and um, what happened in the how did they reflect oh, and what really? they learn next time yeah so i mean when people say don't sound too rehearsed i guess it's mean like don't sound robotic but yeah. i think rehearse the fact where you know your story inside out you know what what happened what you learned from it i and mean how like, that's going to i think even on zoom though i think what something would distract me is if you
1: had your own answers up on screen next to it that would really throw me off yeah there. i would rather just know what i want to say in my head rather than have to think about what's on the screen
0: but dude, there was nothing on the mark scheme for like, um, body language and stuff. Really? Yeah.
1: But I think that's another uh, it's a, it's another point we want to talk about, isn't it? That Body language, particularly when you're at interviews in person, is really, really key.
0: 100%. Showing that you're 100%. interested.
1: I would always offer a handshake. I would always oh, offer really? a handshake. Yeah. Uh, sometimes people didn't want to shake my hand or whatever, and they'd just go sit down. But I think it's just it's courteous. I, mm. I always found... It's something my dad always said to me... Um, i didn't i i didn't overdress as well i think it's i think it's an important thing people think about it a lot and it definitely does impact if you turned up wearing looking really scruffy i think you'd get a lower kind of you, you you'd marked less favorably first impressions, matter. first impressions do matter you want to dress for the job you're applying for don't you That's what yeah. people say and i dressed as i'd wear a place what i'd wear placement and i wore so i wore suit trousers a shirt and then i wore my suit jacket as well i didn't yeah. wear a tie or anything um but that's how you see a consultant stress, that's how you see people who are medics kind of giving presentation stress. And I so I wore that and I'd always offer a handshake, I'd always introduce myself. And no matter how the previous station would be, I'd always walk in with a smile. Yeah. Even if I was kind of trying to force it a bit after a few seconds, I would actually end up feeling happier. And so if you if you start smiling, it does actually make you feel better. Yeah. You kind of, you go in with a new attitude. These people haven't met you before, especially in an MMI. You go in with a smile and it will make the situation better. If you yeah. walk in feeling really glum, it's...
0: It, you it's you know what? I actually kind of rehearsed that. So I'd go in, uh, I, st- <laughs> I still have it to this day. So even with my Oskis last year. Well, i had have no idea what they'd ask me. Like, if I yeah. didn't know the answer to the question. You sit there, like, upright, good posture, yeah. like, smiling. Definitely. Um, because, like...
1: Because it makes you feel better. It makes you feel like you're more in control of the situation, I think. Yeah. And it also presents a better image for them. Yeah. So it works both ways. They think that you look better. And also, you feel more confident in yourself and your own abilities. Yeah. And you, you doubt yourself less. And I think that self-doubt is a really good quality. We've and it comes about across.
0: Even on Zoom, actually, um, the mm. way the body language, like... It, it comes across in the way someone speaks just a smile as well and yeah. like an enthusiasm even for the
1: interview like by the end of my interviews when they were going well particularly i was like i kind of enjoyed
0: that like, i enjoyed being able to show what i have to offer to yeah. get into med school yeah. and I, I really remember that do you know sometimes the interviews do give it back like i I remember talking about cricket in one of my interviews um, and yeah. saying oh i was i played for cricket where yeah. and um they were just like oh so um oh england aren't doing too well at the moment are they and then you like you have these little like one or two like line conversations. It just conversations gets you into
1: the conversation and you just feel more relaxed. And I I think that's the important thing is that the interview is not just a set of questions. I think when it becomes a conversation, it's so much better. Yeah. Like you're having a conversation with them. You're really showing what getting into med school means to you. You're showing that kind of thing. And I remember I definitely think the ones stations where I went worse were the ones where I was really rigid and just answering the questions, and the ones where I did better, where I was not necessarily more relaxed, but I was kind of getting into the scenario more. I was thinking about the kind of all the different aspects, and I was having a conversation. And they can question me, a, and maybe the questions I get, I like, "Oh, actually, that's a good point. I hadn't considered that before. But now thinking about it, we can think about this and this and this. Yeah, and they're not looking for you to get every single mark, but they're mm-hmm. looking for you to consider different aspects. I think I spoke about drugs and um it was i was asked about something and they went well why why would you not do this i went actually i hadn't considered that and i was fully honest with them and they went but actually now i think that's a really important point because you need to consider this they didn't kind of go why did you not consider this is really important because of this they just went why didn't you consider yeah. and it's just showing that even if you didn't get the point straight away that you're able to understand why it's important 100% yeah
0: and and when you were sort of looking to revise for these interviews or anything mm-hmm. Did you have, did you go into any courses or did you? I, I didn't pay,
1: I didn't pay for anything. No, um, my, my school has quite a good program for getting people into med school. And for for reference, it's just, a, I went to a state school till I was 16 and then I went to a state college. So Tickform College from 16 to 18. And they get quite a few people into med school every year, I think between like 15 and 20, which is quite a lot. Uh, but I mean, there's like 1,500 people in the year. So it's, it's, it's big. Wow. It's big. Yeah. Um, and did it help? I had, yeah, I had a few prep MMIs and I did this scheme at BSMS, so Brighton Sussex Med School called BrightMed and we got a lot of kind of help there even from like, I think I joined in like year 10, year 11 and it was like preparing people to apply for med school and we got like MMI prep and even like panel prep and I found that really, really useful and I did some stuff more locally as well. So I had like a panel interview or like a panel slash MMI, so it's the same person asking me five questions but they were like on completely different things so yeah. it almost ended up being
0: a bit like an MMI yeah. and a panel at the same time you can prepare for them in the same way that's quite way. cool actually so you got a lot of opportunities so Yeah, I didn't actually through my school so I mean they yeah I
1: think I was definitely quite
0: lucky I had like um. Our school partnered with another like local school. Okay. Um, what did you do? So it was like a panel interview. Mm. Um. And like uh, I just got this up before. Uh, I
1: know. I I saw, I saw you're getting up on your phone. So um, yeah.
0: I went into this interview being like, "All right, I can just uh, just blag my way through this. Just um, sort of make it up on the spot." So this is from 2016, and um, I just want to read some of the um, some of the feedback that I got from the interview. So it was like, uh, "So academic ability and potential." Good, but he was unprepared for the interview and it showed. He needs to prepare as if, as if for an exam and ensure that he has relevant and impressive vocabulary at his fingertips. Um, passion. There was a hint of passion. Uh, but he needs to ensure his passion is more evident.
1: Reminds me of that Chelsea fan. You
0: know, there is no passion, there is no
1: aggression. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. <laughs> the angry Ron <rant> man. <laughs> this this one killed me. It goes, evidence of extracurricular reading or engagement outside A-level studies. None. <laughs> Could not discuss any medical topic of his interest in any depth. This is a shame as it gives him an opportunity to show his to show his knowledge.
1: That sounds quite harsh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so, I think that, that... But I mean... I, I'm quite self-critical. I pre- I prefer really harsh feedback like that.
0: Yeah. So do you know what? That made me pay for a course. So I actually paid for a course in London. Oh, really? An MMI course. Yeah. Um, How long was that for? Just a day? It was a day. Yeah. So what they do is you'd go around in pairs and um, I think there are about 10 stations mm. um, and you do a station... You, and then after that they would give you feedback on like what to sort of how yeah. to answer the question yeah, yeah, yeah. and um i know it's it's sort of looked down upon now because um there's this whole widening access to medicine things where, where some people may not be able to afford those courses yeah. completely yeah. agree and there are some fantastic resources out there now and people will do these interviews for free um which i wasn't aware of at the time but i mean i've got nothing but positive things to say about that experience because one it prepared me for the environment in which i'd go into mm. the exam conditions Um, How long you have to speak, how long you have to prepare, what things to include in your answer, what things to not to include. So once you're actually in that environment, um, going into my interviews after that, that did help me a lot. Um, But like I said, now I think you can get those for free. Like I know University of Birmingham does that. So I helped out. Do um, the widening access scheme?
1: Yeah, I've done it as well. I think it's quite good as well because it gives you—you're almost the other side of um, other side of the wall, aren't you? So it's quite—it's quite interesting to see what you are like when you are kind of sixteen or seventeen. Because yeah. the people are—they're not—they're not, they're not going to be loads, loads better or loads, loads worse. They'll probably be quite similar to you. And you think, well, I really wasn't the finished article back then, but I'm, I'm slowly progressing towards that and yeah. kind of being a good doctor. And these people are just a little bit earlier on that journey. And yeah, I think that. As much interview prep as you can get is really useful. I think even with your friends, trying to put a straight face on and not even just joke around about interviews, and just take it seriously and be like, "Actually, mate, this was really rubbish. Like, you, 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 you couldn't tell me about this. Like, this is really important. Like, yeah, I mean, make probably sure... not, maybe not that. <laughs> that no, but like this. No, but like this was really good because I feel like you can be quite honest with your mates sometimes, and it's like this was really, really good. Like, you understood how to dis- discuss like three uh three parent babies really really well and it shows that you've been reading a lot around uh the topic and that you've got good kind of current scientific knowledge but actually when we spoke about ethics you didn't understand the four pillars of, of four ethical principles that you yeah. really really didn't know and um so that's an important one i remember what i did before my interview because i knew ethics was going to come up obviously because ethics always comes up um what i did i'm just fine I'm just finding it. I got, I got. You know, there's very short introduction books. Yeah. Have you seen these before? No. So it's like a very short introduction. I got the medical ethics one, and it's how long? Hundred and right, something pages. Hundred and twenty pages. Um, and it gave me really good insight because it discussed a cases. Yeah, yeah. So I read it on the way up, and it. Cases. Talks what? About, it just? So it talks about um, it talks about medical ethics. It's a good one to actually refer back to, and really? it talks about like Gillick competency quite a lot. In the case of uh, Gillick, so this is about um, about consent and about can people who are under 16 consent to their own treatment if they want con- contraception, was what it was originally about. And it gives you a lot of cases to bring in. And I, I think I even brought in Gillick competency when I was applying to med school. Um, oh, really? So I, I kind of spoke about, because I had a scenario about where a parent wanted their child to have treatment and um, the child didn't. And they went, what you've got to consider. And you could just go for the four principles. And I think I went, Well, are they actually competent to make their own decision? And it's yeah. stuff like that, like Gillick competency and capacity and stuff like that. Is uh, is quite an interesting one. So I'd recommend that medical ethics a very short introduction. I think I originally may have rented it out from my school's library because they've often I remember my school library had a big stack of probably a hundred of those because they're quite small books. I think they're about five off Amazon. Um, and I or from a bookshop. Um and uh, I, I got that, and I prepped like that. And also, you can get them on any topic. So I've got well, I actually, actually got one on here. I mean, I don't want to do anesthetics, but I've got one on anesthesia. Anas- oh, really? So I've got that one on anesthesia. So Did you buy that. Yeah, yeah. I, do, oh, I mean, no, it's here. Um, and so it gives you. I might have a read through it actually. I've not read through it in a while, but um, and it's it it talk, talks to you about different like anaesthetic agents maybe different ways of intubating it just shows that you've you've done a bit of that wider reading they don't want you to know about every single topic they just want you to maybe have an interest in one topic and that me buying that book and reading through it and maybe having a bit of a read around
0: around the wider literature showed that Yeah. yeah i mean i think they it's probably a good idea to to read around the current topic so i think around at that time I familiarise myself with, like, the sugar tax, which was quite big at the time. Mm, mm. Um, because it's it can be a conversation where they say, oh, talk to me about something you read in the news recently. Yeah. Um, and it's a big thing of, with
1: Jamie Oliver, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: and, and what you've learned and sort of how it relates to medicine. Um, I also think it's a big thing to try and... Every station that you do, there's a reason behind that station. So whether Definitely. it be teamwork, communication, empathy. So everything that you do, you have to refer it back to medicine and how it helped help you as a doctor yeah so for example teamwork oh so show me an example of why you um a way where you displayed uh, teamwork yeah so for example you could play in a football team or a cricket team we work together to win the championships etc etc it's not enough to stop there you need to say i mean that taught me the importance and the value of teamwork which will be important in the future
1: in med school when i'm part of the multidisciplinary team working as a junior doctor or even a senior doctor, where there will be
0: instances where you know we need to delegate tasks and we need or to... we
1: disagree and we need to we need to reach a solution where we actually disagree on the treatment, man, the so treatment my, plan. So my my
0: experiences have yeah. equipped me with this with the skill set required, um, in order to tackle these problems. And so you're relating your experiences back to how it will help you in the future So they're seeing that you have this skill set. you thought about how what you've learned will help you in the future and that's the main thing about all of these stations that is the common thing about all of these stations apart from like the the maths and like the ethics stations um they want to see how you relate it back it's not enough to just list off your achievements because some people will be fortunate enough to have had like four weeks of work experience other people won't like
1: but it's not how much work experience you have i know some med schools i kind of disagree with it some med schools are going prescribing that you have to have two weeks of work experience which is difficult for everyone to get especially now yeah yeah i mean they were just before covid i don't know if they are now but i know that some med schools were doing that and some med schools were some like bms had this uh this thing where they had um Online work experience—that was like a thing that people were doing, which is quite a good uh, like initiative. That they were saying we're going to do these tasks and we'll count it as kind of technically class. It is like work experience. Did you have work experience? Hmm? Did you have work experience? Yeah, I did because oh, my mates, my mates' dad, my my mate from school, his dad was a was a surgeon. Well, he is a surgeon, and um, I managed to kind of get it. Through him, okay, and I mean it's it's whatever avenue you it's can. It's word of mouth, to be honest with you. Because if you apply through like the NHS work experience thing, you're on a waiting list for months and months and months. And I think I might have applied for that as well, but I, this guy, this guy managed to get me work experience. I was really grateful for it, and um, that was at a local um, local children's hospital, and I got to kind of go on the wards um, and see medicine. I don't think I saw any surgery, but I got to see a lot of medicine. Um, and would go in for a two couple of weeks, and that was over Christmas in my first year of um, my first year of uh, college, so when I was 16, seventeen, so a1. yeah, and I, I did it then, and I did that and I'm trying to think what else I did. I went to a few like conferences, but for like oh, 16, really? seventeen year olds. Oh, okay, okay, okay. so it's like you know they might have a few lec- like a, I think I went to like a biology lecture day. In yeah. London, and it was a imperial or kings or something like that. And I spoke about that and how it got me interested in other things. And I did like bright med, like I said, which was this initiative in Brighton, um, which is where I'm from, uh, about uh, getting people into med school. And I, I actually got quite a lot from that. Yeah. And yeah, and I worked with kids with cerebral palsy for a few years, so I spoke about quite that quite a lot. And yeah, it's, I, it's what you learn, isn't it? I, I mean, saw about of, you.
0: Yeah, I sort of thought that at the time which was is like the more I get, the better. Which I mean. I had a one week placement organized through my school whereby I went to like Hammersmith Hospital and St. Mary's Hospital was really cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, But then also I had like a one day thing shadowing thing like at my local hospital which I just I did because I was like, OK, the more I get, the better, mm. um, which was like awful. Like the um, doctors weren't like really interested in, in like, they didn't really want you to be there. I specifically remember that day. They were just like just a serious question. Like, why do you actually want to do medicine? Like I'm sitting here like you could just do banking or something else. Yeah. Um, and I remember that. So that, that sort of like turned me off that whole thing. And so um, what I found out later was that one of the doctors who was at that work experience was the sister of my friend at the school um and she said to um my friend she was like um i had a work i had a um med um, a uh, student today with me and he seemed he was like the most he was the least interested student i've ever seen (laughs) and i was like i mean if you're if you're talking me like talking medicine down to me discouraging me from doing it obviously Mm, i'm not going to be interested in um in what you're saying (laughs) um but i think the main ones for me were i used to volunteer every week um sort of um helping disabled children play sports yeah um i volunteered for i think a couple two months at a hospice volunteered for a couple of years at um cancer research uk um charity shop
1: yeah um, these things are important and i think even i think DAV is a good one because you have to do it's not just your expedition but you have to do a lot of things and i think for my volunteering yeah you know, i worked with kids with cerebral palsy and i did that for work experience as well and it's really relevant because you see a lot of uh, holistic care and it's a great charity that actually runs from a building in a park just down the road from me. And um, really good. And I, I got involved in summer camps as well. So I do nice. it for like a week. And I do it also every Saturday morning. I do from 8 until 12. And it's, it's really rewarding. And I remember trying learning a bit of Makaton. And I spoke about that, which is a type of sign language. I spoke about that in my personal statement. And it's, it's just really rewarding kind of helping these kids move around or... Um, kind of get to walk again. And it's I think get to walk again. Like it's they haven't maybe been able to walk at all. And so you helping them take some steps and it's it's just a it's just a nice experience. Like there's a lot of you can say you learn from work experience, but actually being there in the moment
0: doing your work experience is is a lovely experience often. Yeah. Um yeah. So if we're now to give some tips Overall tips for in, for MMI interview specifically. What would you say?
1: I would. Yeah, I mean, I think we're slightly different schools uh, of thought here. I would say um, bullet point key points you want for. So go through the questions maybe in a book. So like I think the I S C medical uh, book is quite useful, and I can maybe. Um, you'll be able to find that. It's like ISC medical. Yeah, we'll link it. We'll link it. In few prep. Okay. And there's a tiny section on MMI, but you can choose the panel ones and pretend they're individual MMI questions. I'd say bullet point answers, like, and think of examples for each, because it gets you thinking in the mindset. It's not necessarily about having the perfectly prepared answer. I think it gives you thinking about specific examples and why you want to bring them in and what you can say you gained from them and what you learned and maybe what what was really bad about the scenario. Maybe you went somewhere, you were really ill-prepared yeah. and you did really badly. That's no bad the fact that you can reflect on that is a good thing. Having a bad experience in life is not necessarily bad for an interview. It shows what you've learned. If you know it was a bad experience, you know why it was a bad experience, that's fine. So I think the I S C medical one is good getting as much practice as you can interviews with different people, maybe not interviews always with the same person, with a different person. Maybe someone might interview you and be really receptive to what you're saying and really smile the whole time. Um, or they might be really like really deadpan and like not respond. It's yep. good to have a combination. Because you get a variation. You, you get a variation. Detailed, I think when so. I interview people, I'm relatively deadpan. Yeah. I'm relatively serious. I often, I think I'm you don't want to give them not most receptive. You, like. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's another tip that I'd give. And the third tip I'd give is know your personal statement inside and out. You never know they might have your personal statement in a in an MMI. Did they for you? And uh, any other? They didn't. They didn't. But know your personal statement inside and out because then you can bring up examples that you yep, learned. Yep, so yep. reread your... Yep. If, you, if you've if spoken about an example and it's strong, know your personal statement.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I would say a big thing is also sort of um, looking up the med school that you're applying to um, and looking up certain facts about that med school. Like, Huge. So yeah, I know at yeah, Newcastle, yeah. I, I looked at their like library... Um, at Birmingham you look at like what what the course type is um and the sport facilities etc so you sort is of, you sort of um showing the interviewer your passion for coming to that uni yeah why you're choosing that uni out of all like the unis that are available yeah um, I wish I'd said
1: that now as well because that's a huge thing I remember printing off even or even looking on the uni website just to understand how the course is run yeah and like being like oh I'm interested in this module yeah and like maybe I really know what you're saying though because yeah. um
0: I remember in Newcastle, I talked about the course, the integrated course. Yeah. They were like, okay, so do you know what integrated course actually means? Um, so I gave a little answer. They were like, uh, you're close, but it doesn't actually mean that. So <laughs> make sure you actually know yeah. um, what you're talking about.
1: Well, I think with some of them, I was like, I'm really interested in this module. And I think I'd spent some time shadowing endocrinology. I'm yeah, in. And Perfect. I was like, I, I think that the endocrinology module looks really interesting and being able to learn more about that is something that I'm interested in. And we, I see that we do that in the first year at Birmingham, and so I just spoke a bit about that and it shows maybe you don't know the course inside and out, but it, having a look on their website shows that you are actually interested in going. You've not just applied for the sake of applying.
0: Yep. Yeah. And um, look at each university. They'll have different timings um, for their stations. They will usually put what sort of stations they're going to test you on. So you can get a gauge yeah. for what yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what your answer needs to be like. Um, Tom mentioned it in the fact that write, you can write bullet points and practice out. That's the main thing. Don't do one or the other. Um actually speak out what you're going to say so like for my oski this year um i used to get my parents on facetime and uh, they would be the patient they they like read the whole vignette and then i would sort of be taking history from them and it really makes a difference compared to like if you're looking at just reading a book and then you like read the martin scheme like you're not really practicing mm. um, you need to practice out loud um yeah stay up to date with current affairs i think is a big one um and know like the pillars of ethics i think ethics is a big one and it's, it's guaranteed to be i would say guaranteed to be in every single mmi interview i think so
1: i think so i think it's so it's so easy to learn the four pillars
0: of medical ethics yeah. and that if you don't it really shows and really say it in your answer as well like say like the, uh, this is the pillar autonomy or, yeah. or non-maleficence or
1: yeah or beneficence which um, and justice or yeah. kind of who's who's had a there's like a fair innings approach isn't there and knowing yeah. about that maybe we should give a liver transplant to someone who's younger because they've not had so much life but maybe the the younger person hasn't got so much to contribute to society and yep. so when we're look, taking kind of uh, impact on the kind of the beneficence in terms of society which is gonna who's gonna who's gonna how is society gonna benefit more yeah um in terms of autonomy, they should all kind of have a, a right to to choose their own treatment, and all have yeah. a right to liver. Kind of, you're just bringing it in like that, and you're using the kind of the buzzwords, and they'll often be impressed. Yeah,
0: and yeah. and it's a, it's a long process to um to get to med school. Like, so take it like, one step at a time, and and really sort of prepare well for this. You know, go into the interview with that confidence, with that sort of swag about you. Yeah. Uh, with a body language. Um, confidence
1: in yourself and confidence that you've got those qualities that med school's looking for because you know. that you, you're looking to get into the med school
0: but they're also looking to, to bring people 100%, in. 100%, so, like doctors are going to be interviewing you and it's not like they want you to fail, like they want you to do well. They they want people, like they. it's not the case that
1: they they, they want to, um, they don't want to bring people in that they will just take a year we'll have no one in. They want to bring people in so they want to see what you've got and also you want to see what the med school's got yeah. like you want to it's a conversation at the end of the day it's, it's showing how good a fit you are for that med school as well as how good a fit you are for medicine
0: yeah and i think 90 uh, probably a lot of them will be deadpan mm-hmm. because they're probably told that they are kind of i think they are told not to show any emotion um and i think 90 like 7 percent of them will be quite nice like i mean you have those people who probably are a bit horrible but like move on like they, that's just the way they are um i had one in my oski this year like it, it was just horrible man um, I,
1: I remember I had I had one even when I was at med school doing a presentation yeah. in in at the end of second year about like a project that I'd done and one of the people was there was very deadpan and the other was very receptive and it's like a good cop bad cop kind of thing yeah. but you not rise above it kind of but you, but you do really you have kind of just gotta you just gotta ignore stay it stay confident just, in
0: your abilities and, and your answer what you're saying
1: trying to, yeah just just front it out and just be kind of like oh I didn't didn't understand that but actually that's a, that's a really good point I'll take that on board and just. If you smile at someone and you're happy with them and they're angry, it's very hard for them to stay angry at you. Yeah. It's very, very hard. So you just keep that positive mental attitude. And if they do,
0: then that's on them. If you keep that positive mental attitude,
1: I'm sure we'll be fine. I think what we're going to do is we're going to put some tips and some resources on our Instagram. So make sure to follow our Instagram, which is at Medtime Stories Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Twitter. Um, at uh medtime stories and uh email us if you've got any questions about interviews at stories.medtime@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We've already said our important resources that we think are that kind of ISC medical book. I think those uh a very short introduction to medical ethics is a is a useful one. Have you got any other ones that you think?
0: Yes I mean I use Medic Portal when I was revising. Um that splits up very well into MMI, what you need to know, the current topics. It gives you a structure on how to answer your questions um and there's also instagram pages like we are medics you do a brilliant job I've looked on their website. They've got a booklet for MMI, so they've got a lot of questions and a lot of how to answer I think it.
1: I helped to write some of that, like the, the UCAT and the uh, the MMI ones. Oh, really? I think I helped to write. Yeah, I looked at yeah, the booklet yeah, quickly
0: yeah. yesterday. It's really, really good. Um, so we are medics. I recommend them. Um, on Twitter, a lot of people offer their services in terms of free interviews. So like I said, I had a course. I, I paid for a course. I paid a lot of money for this course, but I do not recommend that now with all the resources available. Um, a lot yeah. of people are very happy to do interviews. I'm very happy to do like free interviews with people as well if, if they want um and so yeah twitter is also so social media kind of is your friend with these things facebook also has these opportunities definitely um so yeah practice 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 yeah
1: yeah i think i think it's a a really nice way to wrap up and um i realize it's been a, a long episode but we've had so much experience and we we wanted to share everything um so, yeah, thank you very much for, for listening, guys. If you are listening on Spotify, make sure to follow us. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to give us a, a rating. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to contact us on or follow us on Instagram, we're at Medtime Stories Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Medtime Stories. And our Gmail is stories.medtime at gmail.com. Once again, thanks very much for listening and we'll speak soon.